Welcome to the Catalyst Life Coaching Podcast with John Kim and Noelle Cordeaux. If you're inspired to begin your own life coaching practice or just want to learn a little bit more about what it's all about, visit journey.co. That's J-R-N-I dot C-O for more information. Your adventure awaits. Hey guys, on today's episode, we're going to talk about the outcomes of a modern day gratitude practice. Noelle, you're actually all about gratitude. Yes, I am. It's it's one of my favorite ways to practice applied positive psychology and use mindful living as an everyday part of my life. Yes. Uh, in our team meetings every Friday, uh, Noelle has us going around uh, saying one thing that we're grateful for, which I think is a great exercise. Gratitude's been tough for me because I think um, I've been wired since uh, – you know, just growing up in a very kind of uh, stressful family to um, it's hard for me to see the glasses half full. I mean, it's easier now, uh, you know, at 45, much, much more than ever before. But um, how, how do you how do you start to rewire yourself that way? Where you have well, to truly be grateful. Sir, first of all, thank you for your vulnerability and sharing. Mm-hmm. And let's pull the wool back a little bit and talk about what actually is going on in your brain and your body given that scenario and how you can use a simple practice to change your brain chemistry around this area. So you mentioned growing up in a stressful family. Yes. Give us a little, what, what were some hallmarks of that? What was it like? Um, there was never any conversations about the world's going to be okay. Um, there was just a lot of fight or flight. How are how are we going to survive? You know, pay the bills, get out of our debt, uh, and then there wasn't a lot of uh, gratitude. There wasn't a lot of um, you know, the, today's a beautiful day. Can we can we sit and really you know experience this meal? Um, there wasn't a lot of in the moment type of moments. <laughs> okay, so. What you just described is classic stress response, right? That's living um, in your nervous system yeah. with your fight or flight omnipresent. Right. And so your your systems are all wired uh, with a, a strong sense of negativity bias to be aware of danger, 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 danger. And that's exhausting. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think that's why I found um, uh, chasing flow states. That was kind of my escape, going outside and, and playing with the, my friends all day. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So going outside and playing with your friends and chasing flow states. So something that counters your your the active nervous system, the fight or flight response that floods your body with cortisol is your endocrine system. And your endocrine system gets fired up when you induce positive emotions. And it doesn't fire in the same way as your nervous system. Your nervous system is really fast acting and those negative emotions are like slingshots and then they they, with little firecrackers on the end. So the emotion fires really fast and rapidly and then it explodes. The good news is that negative emotions don't last that long Uh, But positive emotions are subtle 
and they're kind of like a slow pulsing when you induce them. And so it's just like eating fruits and vegetables. The more positive emotions you induce, the more pulsing of those feel-good hormones, dopamine, mm. oxytocin, serotonin, you'll flood your body with. And so a gratitude practice, however subtle, however slight, isn't going to give you the big hits that you get from negative emotions. Right. But over time, you'll build up these reserves of feel-good hormones that will lend a shield of resiliency to your brain. And so when a negative emotion hits, it'll have less of an impact. Oh, so it's kind of like... Um doing practicing gratitude to create kind of layers almost like prevention prevention from the negative yes it, it's really very much like your immune system that if you take vitamin c and eat lots of fruits and vegetables and stay hydrated and get enough sleep when you come near a cold germ your body is less likely to take it on and really succumb to sickness but if you don't eat healthy foods and you're lacking sleep and you're really stressed out and you're not practicing self-care, when a cold hits, you will get taken out at the knees. Right. Just like I have last week. Yeah. So a lot of people talk about, um, I mean, gratitude has become a, a really big word, a buzzword in wellness. There are restaurants named after gratitude. Um, how, how do you, and I think a lot of people, uh, they throw the word around, but they don't actually practice it. How do you how do you actually practice it? How do you thread it into your life so it's sustainable? So it's interesting. The term mindfulness has an equally weighty catchphrase to it now. Yes. People yep. talk a lot about mindfulness. But when we break it down, what we're really talking about is awareness and taking time to notice things and following that through with a, a space for reflection. Mm. So taking time to notice and then reflect upon things that we're grateful for. So the way that positive emotions work and the way that positive emotions work to build resiliency in your brain is you're not discounting the negative. You're not ignoring it. You're not pretending that it doesn't exist, but you are also taking stock of the positive and holding that up alongside of the negative so that you have a measured, equal, realistic view that life isn't 100% bad. Yeah. Because it, it never is. Yeah, and I think I have a pattern of disqualifying the positive. It's hard to keep the positive in your mind mm -hmm. because those positive emotions are subtler than the negative emotions. And we know from negativity bias, that negativity bias is the evolutionary trait that engenders fight or flight, that our brain is naturally attuned towards the negative. So you're fighting an evolutionary pattern and you're fighting the fact that positive emotions are a lot more subtle than negative emotions. But the good news is that when we're dealing with positive emotions and things like gratitude, it's really plentiful. Mm. What about what about the other layer uh, that society creates, um, especially you know in, in a, a capitalism where it's really hard to not want more, and then when you get to the island, you just want to you know go to a bigger island and you know want bigger and better. It's hard to be grateful in that kind of world. No, I read a quote 
this week that really stuck with me that time and money are the two biggest prisons that we impose on ourselves. Mm, yeah, I agree. Absolutely. A hundred percent. So gratitude doesn't have to be sweeping. It doesn't have to be about the promotion, the job, the house, the car, the achievement. Achievement is a construct all its own, right? Right. Gratitude can be about a piece of pie. Yeah. Gratitude can be about how cute my dog is. Right. Gratitude can be about a particularly beautiful sunset. Yeah, I, I love that because those are things that we already have. And so training your brain to appreciate what you have instead of um, things that, you know, you're chasing. A hundred percent. And doing it with consistency is very similar to eating your vegetables. Mm. It gives you the mental nutrients that you need in order to restore your endocrine system to really high level functioning so that you take less stressful hits as you go on through the constraints of modern life. And it has other outcomes. Um, when you practice gratitude on a regular basis, you experience more positive emotions. So did you know that when you induce positive emotions, your eyes actually function differently? your your pupils expand your eyes open wider and you're able to take in more color and detail around you that's what happens when you take mushrooms yes <laughs> right <laughs> yes and you also feel more alive you sleep better you're better able to express compassion and kindness and it does impact your immune system in a positive way yeah i mean the the one big thing that i've learned in the last decade is I used to be very heady. I mean, I still am, but um, dropping down to your body. So uh, using your senses to anchor yourself and as a doorway into uh, mindfulness. And then I think mindfulness can create a bridge to uh, truly feeling gratitude. Exactly, exactly. So there are some practical techniques that you can use to achieve this. Mm -hmm. Journaling is one of them. Mm, yeah, uh, absolutely. A daily gratitude practice where you actually take space to notice positive things and then reflect on them. So when you say journaling, because I think a lot of people do this, but what they do is just create a list. And I, I think that's less helpful, right? You're, when you say journaling, journaling, like actually write about the things that you're grateful for, not just create a list. Actually write about the things that you're grateful for and get really specific with it. Mm. So it's it would be repetitive to say, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my partner. Yeah. But to say, I'm grateful that my little sister called me and had cat videos on cue to cheer me up. Right. Or I'm grateful that my partner um, took time to prepare a meal so that I didn't have to when I had a really hectic day and how that made you feel. And just and use that narrative flow state as a time for the reflection. Why is it more helpful when, uh, the more specific we get? Because you drill down on the micro moments of connection versus giving a blanket statement that is doesn't really have the same uh, neurological impact. Mm. So for you, do you just remind yourself as you're going about your day to practice this? Or it's a, is it something that just knee jerk? You know, it's really it's something that I use 
as an applied positive intervention to bust me out of a bad mood mm -hmm. or uh, using coaching methodology you know, coaching methodology is all about moving individuals and groups from one state to another. So you have been the recipient of gratitude bombs from me mm -hmm. in the past. And that's something that I do organizationally, that if I'm having a really hard day or I'm feeling really spiritually or emotionally broken, I sit down and write an email to every single person that we work with and explain to them why I value them. Mm. And, and, and tell me, I mean, I, I believe I know, but tell me what that does to your brain and how that changes your state. Well, it, it puts the, the limbic system, you know, I'm in my emotional brain at that plate at that point, and it's impossible to experience a negative emotion and a positive emotion at the same time. So number one, I'm making it an impossibility to experience a negative emotion while I'm writing and in that flow state. And number two, it, it gets that endocrine system pumping and it gets all those feel good hormones moving and coursing through my body so that by the time I'm done writing four or five gratitude bombs, I feel freaking great. Mm. I love that idea. And if you're listening, maybe that can be something you start with, uh, this idea of gratitude bombs. So pick four people. Would you say four people, Noel? And I'm, I, I also love the idea of using um, email because – you could do it from your phone. You could do it anywhere. You don't have to actually, uh, you know, call someone or meet them in person. A hundred percent letter writing to thank people who have helped you in your life, who have changed your life or who you just simply appreciate in your everyday life is a fantastic way to practice gratitude. Also, if you're doing this authentically and with intention and your heart's in the right place, um, it's amazing how that can be contagious. Oh, very much so. We're just not used to gratitude bombs and kindness, uh, you know, in the world that we live in every day. Well, what was it like for you? I mean, I've gratitude bombed the fuck out of you over the years. You know, what's it like for you to receive them? Uh, well, it's a, you know, it's, it kind of, it makes you uh, go strip away, uh, uh, you know, all the the noise and kind of reminds you um, of what's important and uh, you know human connection. You know what it reminds me of is you know Christmas, uh, that that holiday for some reason and especially in L.A., um, people you could feel that people are nicer during that time, even if it's for you know a few weeks or a month. As Christmas approaches, um, people are opening more doors, people are smiling. There's less you know honks, uh, road rage, all of that. And I think that's kind of a, a, a similar process where once people um, start pulling from hearts and, and whether it's a gratitude bomb or opening a door or a smile, um, it ignites something in other people because that's just how we're wired and how we respond to you know thoughtfulness, kindness, and all of that. It builds social bonds. It builds community. It builds a feeling of connection to others and oneness. And you know the feeling that you're not alone in this world is one of the most profound gifts that we can give to each other. Mm. Yeah, I love it. What a great reminder. And I think, you know, I think, uh, especially for me, one of the the, the challenges with this gratitude um, is to make it sustainable. Because it's easy to practice it after you hear it on a podcast or, you know, you come out of a life coaching or a therapy session and you practice 
practice it for a few days, but to actually really thread it into your life. So you, you know, you could, you start to rewire yourself. I think that's the challenge. That is a challenge. And we know from coaching that if everyone were capable of doing things on their own and living their best life on their own, they would. And so doing things in partnership with others really helps. And that's where social contagion comes in and the theory of capitalization, where sharing good things and sharing good news with others has a longer lasting outcome. So I would say maybe try for a gratitude partnership or an accountability buddy or someone that you make a commitment to share gratitude with and express it written or verbally on a regular basis. Yeah, and if you are a man listening to this, I challenge you to drop a gratitude bomb to another man, I think, uh, because of toxic masculinity and stereotypes and all of this. Um, we rarely uh, do stuff like that to our brothers and friends, you know, and so that would be an awesome challenge too. Awesome. And I challenge everybody to reach out intergenerationally um, and gratitude bomb somebody of a different generation because that is too important for building social bonds. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you for the reminder, Noel, and the science behind gratitude. Um, if you're listening to this, practice gratitude today and drop some bombs. Awesome. All right, be well. Be well.